Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. Blanderson Hooper writes, at this point, it's safe to say that Kay is a lunatic when it comes to food. A lunatic. All yeah. in caps. And his name is Blanderson. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And this other guy over here, the newsman, the blandest of them all, his name is Blanderson. How are you, Craig? He doesn't even know how to respond to that variation in his intro. I'm still on a high, you know? Getting my name out there like that, I've hit the big time. And so I'm just still in a state of shock. Still in a state of shock. This is you on a high. Yeah. This is... <laughs> I'm I'm trying to contain myself. I know I'm probably really too loud right now. My wife's probably, you know, annoyed. I'm, I might wake up the kids, but uh, I'm, I'm trying not to be too excited. But yeah, this is... How many reached ta- a whopping 73 beats per minute. A whopping what? 73 beats per minute. Don't you mean decibels? Yeah, what is it? Beats per no, minute? No, beats minute, per minute. All of a sudden, Blandy is a song? His heart rate is 73. 73 oh, is pulse. I thought you oh, meant like yeah. as a song. I was No, I did not pick up on that. I, I've never heard someone re- refer to someone's heart rate as BPM. Yeah, no. Isn't that what it fucking is? No. No, that's what you refer to like beats in a, mu- in a song. Yeah, that's a song, dude. Well, I mean, I'm in the health industry. You guys are not in the health and fitness industry. So <laughs> that's, that is true. Excuse me? You are. <laughs> I sell health and fitness, bro. All right. Well, welcome to the live audience that has joined us here tonight. Yes. If, if any of you want to join them, go to patreon.com backslash hard life. And wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us a five-star rating and or a positive review. And please, subscribe to the one podcast that not only offered its Patreon subscribers this weekend the chance to watch Nick's Bulls on Sunday night with the three of us, but they got the chance to watch me destroy Barry. Oh, come on, In a game of ping pong during halftime on the Oculus. You played twice, and did you each win? No, I took you to three in a two out of three. It's not like you swept the floor with me. And I think the last one was like, uh, uh, it went into like, um, I don't know what you call it. You got to win by two. And we, we were pushing the uh, the envelope there at the end. It was close. Was that not fun to watch, Blandy? It was It was interesting to watch. I don't know if I'd call it fun, but it was certainly interesting watching the two of you swinging your arms around like a bunch of schmucks. <laughs> Did you watch the whole thing? I watched a lot of it, yeah. Wow, you couldn't take your eyes off of it. <laughs> uh, I, I told you, I'm, I'll am i be getting in on that soon. So if you're not signed up for our Patreon, you are missing out on this and so much more. Guys, one of our subscribers actually told me that that night was the best night they've had since their wedding night. Really? Yeah. And they said, especially watching the second part of the halftime show, part one was me and Barry playing ping pong. The second part was his favorite, which was watching Blandy do unthinkable things to that crumb cake. Blandy... <laughs> 
I cannot believe you did that. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it? It's it. This is one of those things that's between a man and his crumb cake. Did you wake up feeling gross the next morning? No grosser than I usually do. <laughs> okay. Nine months is going to be little crumpkins running around. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Guys, if you're looking to place a bet, go where Barry goes and head over to betonline.ag. Barry, I heard you won some games this week or a game? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Won a couple of games this week. I still remain in the positive. Those that bet the Knicks-Lakers game, you know, Knicks were favored by six and they won by six. So a lot of people pushed that game if they took Oof. the Knicks or the Lakers. Had to be, it had to be hard to watch them lose that 25-point lead if you had money on the game and, oh. and land exactly yeah, you, you, at you, six. Yeah, like- yeah, it, it, well, how often has that happened where you feel so comfortable, so good? Although with the Knicks, it's usually reversed because um, at least, you know, this latter part of their season going on because the starters usually get into a hole. Did you bet that game? I did not. I, I bet no. 21 times this season. Not once have I put money on the Knicks this year. It's not a good idea right now. No, you can't get a feel for this team. You still can't. No. You know, you're hoping they're going to snap out of it. But let's get out of this ad quick. Well, you can head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-50, to get your bonus. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Boys, we are winners of two of three games right now. All right? Wow. Huge win against a very underrated Rockets team. <laughs> That's where we're starting. Really? We even had a chance against the <laughs> We even had a chance against the Bulls, which I don't yeah. think any of us thought we would have a chance. And we beat those great Lakers. All right. <laughs> In our brand new stunning. Man, I'm loving this spin. Black uniforms. We had a whole new look. Quickly had that soft, fluffy hair. The jerseys, the hair. We're back on track for 70 plus wins, guys. Hey. Wow. Which I don't even know if that's mathematically possible, but we sure are back is. on track. It is? All right. Yep, you're good. Well, they've only lost, what, eight times? Seven yeah. times? Eight. Everything is good again. Oh, are we going to have arguments about math right now? <laughs> no, 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 I'm no. saying, I'm just asking how many wins they have right now. Is it nine or is it 10? Eight. Oh, wins, 10. Yeah. 10 and 8. And, but, and, and 8, eight losses. on the season. So they can yes. go 74 and 8, Craig. 74 plus 8 is 82, yeah. Yeah. At least we agree on something. Barry, how was the game? You went with your dad. I took my dad to the game. And and you guys were, were you guys going nuts when we were up 25 points? Yeah, it was great. We were watching this fucking phenomenal team. It looked like the starters' woes have, you know, gone to the wayside. And uh, yeah, they were fucking just putting a, a dominant show on for the Garden against the Lakers and all the Laker fans that were in the Garden. Was your dad wearing his Hard Knicks Life gear? No, he looked like a bum, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I got to show you a picture I have of the two of us. But um, What do you mean? Why yeah, did like, he look like a bum? I I don't know. He he flew in that morning and, um, you know, he, he just had on like a, a dingy jacket and like a dingy beanie, uh, no Knicks gear whatsoever. Um and uh yeah, I don't know. What can I tell you? Did he curse during the game? Did he curse? Uh yeah, a little bit. He probably had some words for Randall. You know, he he's not a fan of ISO ball. Um uh, and you know, I don't have a problem when Randall does it a couple of times a game. More than a couple of times a game, because you know what he's trying to do. It's not him being selfish, it's him trying to create something, even if it's 
drawing a double or what have you. Um, so I understand that. But you know, he's a you know, he's a big fan of old school basketball. You know, none of the ISO stuff and you know, none of uh you know, if he doesn't see uh, you know, a lot of ball movement, you know, he he's not happy. Well, Randall played pretty well in that game, right? He started off he was really aggressive in the beginning, looked really good. Funnily enough, funnily, is that a word? <laughs> I don't think that's a word. Funnily? Funny enough. Funnily? Funnily? Funny. Funnily? Just funny, funnily? Enough. funny enough. Funny enough, he was minus two on the game. The starters, as always, were either in the negative or barely in the positive. And the bench had a huge role in that game. Obi Toppin plus 15 in 22 minutes. Burks plus nine, IQ plus four. We saw what IQ did at the end of that game. Let's start with Julius though. 20 points, 16 boards, five assists, four turnovers. Barry, what'd you think about Julius? Yeah, I mean... Julius did what he had to do throughout the game. Uh, his, his temper obviously got to him. He got the technical foul from the bench, and you know it seemed like it was affecting his game a little bit. And what you don't want is stuff affecting you like that that's going to take you out of the game. It's one thing if you use that energy in a positive way, but it seemed like you know it seemed like it was pulling other people down too. So that, that's the only thing that worried me. But other than that, yeah, he was hustling like he normally does. And uh, you know, again, it, that that was built on. The last game he had in Chicago, which he had, was probably his best game of the season. So, again, it's all these little things that you're starting to see that you hope are going to propel this team back to, um, you know, where they where they were the second half of last season. I mean, luckily, they ended up getting the win, but it was pretty boneheaded play when he got his fourth foul. And then immediately on the, on, on the inbounds, immediately after it, they go to Anthony Davis in the post and he gets called for his fifth foul. Immediately. I mean, it was really fucking bad as a leader of this team to let that happen with whatever it was, eight or nine minutes left in the game. And I know he was upset they even called it, but but you gotta, you gotta, you can't let that happen. But the bench came through there. They didn't even need Randall really down the stretch. Emmanuel quickly, mm. nine points in that fourth quarter against the Lakers, 10 points in the fourth quarter against Houston. And have you noticed his antics on the court lately? He's having How- fun. He's having a lot of fun. He's not afraid to do shit in the other team's faces at all. You even no. said, you even had a tweet, right, uh, from the Laker game when he when he like crouched down after he hit a three right in front of Melo. You had a photo or something that it was something like oh, he yeah. was taking a shit on his opponents. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But he did that. He during the Houston game when when they mistakenly like dropped the ball inbounding or put it on the ground and he he was pointing at the ground. Yeah, his confidence is back um, and you know, you can tell when, when he wants to take a shot, even if he passes it up, he has it in his mind, he's going to get that shot back. Like there, there's a couple of times where like he hesitates and he doesn't take the shot, but he's like, shit, I should have. You know what? I'm just going to create for myself right here. And he does a little step to the side and he gets it off anyway. And that was one time I did turn to my dad when he hit his first one uh, at the end of that game before, you know, he ended up with four. He hit the first one. I told my dad, I said, it just takes him one. He just got to knock down the first one and that's all, that's all he needs. He, and sure he enough, he did get he a couple of lucky that. bounces though. Two, two of those, they rattled roll. around a bick. Yeah. But you know, that's also a little bit of touch involved in that too. It, it was on, it was on target. Yeah. He's been great to watch and he's becoming one of Tibbs's go-to guys late in the games. Right, I mean, he's playing great D, he plays with so much energy, and he's hitting big shots. And I know we were writing him off almost, or I was at least a few weeks you ago. You definitely were. Yeah, that but was he, you. That was not us. Listen, I'm going <laughs> to- We were sticking up for the fucking kid. 
I someone said I was saying to send him to the G League. I don't know if that was a well, voice. No, 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 I know. I was. Ex- I said that, but I, and I was exaggerating because you didn't say that. But you said okay. maybe you shouldn't be playing. Because I am a firm believer, and this is going to come up time and time again this year, that when guys aren't playing well, they shouldn't be playing. I don't care who they are. Well, I understand. Right? But when you, they but start playing well, so, they should play. A Tibbs does that for a lot of people. early in the season, and it's early in his career. And sometimes you got to let guys play through their struggles, too. Yeah, but I don't know. I just think Tibbs needs to be in game situations. Hundred percent. Play guys while they're hot and get them all out. You know when they're not. Unless they're Julius, according to Jay or Tibbs. Oh, jeez. Here we go. <laughs> Did you feel like they were just out of control though at the end of that game? The play was just too frenetic. That they were taking quick shots. They weren't waiting for everybody to get down the court. There was a lot. They, they could have wasted a lot more time at the end of that game. Especially there was one that I tweeted about. Burks brought it up. And like five seconds into the shot clock, he, even though only like three or four of them were up in the half court, he just launched the three from behind the line. And, you know, Lakers got the ball back and they brought it right back up the court. Like, wouldn't they be milking the clock in, in situations like that? Looking for a good shot instead of, it seemed like it was him or quickly coming down and quickly just putting something up. I mean, quickly as in fast, like just throwing something up without taking any time off the clock. I mean, honestly, what I noticed there late in the fourth quarter was that they were doing that a bit, but they were not they they were not scoring, obviously. They couldn't do anything for the last five minutes of the game. They had one hundred and five points with five minutes left in the game. They finished with hundred and six points. They scored one point over the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. And it was giving the Lakers a chance to come back. It was it was <laughs> it really had me on edge because they struggle a lot whether they have leads or don't at the end of games. You know, whether they're trying to come back from like a few down against the Bulls or or they're up they're up big. One point. I think it was a Julius Randle free throw that they it had. It was. He was one yeah. or two, yeah. Over the final five minutes of the game. And they, they came out of the gate just, what, they scored 36 in the first quarter? Yeah, 36 to 20 after one. And then what, like 69 the rest of the game, basically? You know what's interesting that doesn't really go with what I just said about the end of the games? I found this stat. Uh, before the show. Where do you think they rank in the league in fourth quarter points? Fourth quarter points are probably decent. No, probably decent because usually they have, he keeps half their bench on for that. And the games have been exciting down the stretch. I mean, I would say probably middle of the pack. Number three in the NBA. Wow. Number three. Really? Points scored in the fourth. Yeah. 27.8 points scored in the fourth. Wow. Comes in at number three in the league. Wow, their defense has got to be really low then in fourth you know, quarter. We, I have to check that. Because they got to be giving up as many as they're scoring. Yeah, I mean, if they're if they're 9-8 and eight or 10-8 and eight and they're scoring that much in the fourth and they've lost that many games. What's points allowed in the fourth, Craig? I have to look that up. Let me see if I can find that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it is their 30th in the league, <laughs> which is dead last. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. it's, being not, third it's not scoring as bad as doesn't really they, mean nothing. They are averaging 27.8 points per game in the fourth quarter, which is third in the NBA. 27.8, like right. I said. And what are they giving up? They are giving up 27.9. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our Knicks, man. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's talk about Evan Fournier, okay? Finally. He was struggling big time. All right, over the past three games, he had two good ones. He had 26 points against the Lakers on six for eight, shooting from three. 
He had 19 points against those very underrated Rockets. Five for 10 from three in that game. The two games where he played well, they won. The game against the Bulls, he had three fucking points. And they lost. Do you remember the nickname that you bestowed upon him? The French fuck of New York? (laughs) Yeah, you called the French fuck of New York. But is Evan Fournier, based on like that little sample right there, and remembering what he did against the Celtics in the first game of the season, can he be the key to this team? No. No. He could be a cog, but he can't be a key, if that makes sense. What does that mean? A cog means that he can slow them down if he's bad. He he's a part of the team, and yeah, we need him to do well. You can't expect him. I mean, look this 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 was a going to be you know top five games for him this season. You know, six of nine from three, and you know you know the twenty six points, the whole thing. Team what team leader in points, right? He also played forty two minutes this game too. This isn't going to be typical. This is a led the led the the Knicks in minutes that game. Yeah, big time. Um, But we need him to do this from time to time. Now, I mean, I'm not not even this, but I need him. To be a threat, I need him to, you know, show his three-point shooting prowess, and I need him to be a threat. Um, you know, I need him, you know, making backdoor cuts and 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 you know, just creating another option for Julius and for Kemba and whoever he's on the floor with for RJ. He needs to be another option. I don't think he's the key to the team, but but we do now, need now him. That's interesting you know. because when the season started, people like we were all viewing him as. He's their number two guy, or at least, or maybe they have a number two guy. Who's their number two guy, Barry? But we were hoping it was going to be RJ, and, and for a while there, and earlier this season, it no, looked like it was going to be RJ. So who is it? So who's it going to be? We don't well, need a number two guy. You can't say Quickly. it's Evan because of this one well, he's great got, game. Evan, but he he has struggled mightily. But either him or RJ have to be the number two guy on this team. Who could possibly be the number two guy otherwise? The problem is they've got three capable guys that can turn into that. And they're all on the bench unit. You know, Derek Rose, Emmanuel Quickly, and Obi Toppin have all shown that Obi they Toppin can Obi Toppin can be the number two guy this year? The, the dude the dude is third. No, if you go per 36 year. minutes, he's third in points on this team. The guy is producing a fuckload. For the I amount of time Obi he's on Toppin. the court. He's not going to be a number two guy. He's not. I'm just team. saying. Your number two guy can't be coming off the bench. No. Either. No. He can't. So that's he why I'm saying, can. might he be a key? I'm not saying he is the key or he is going to be the key. Oh, but I, if he I is the better he does, the better shape they're in. The dude's yeah. been absent for 90% of this season already. He showed up in three games. It's not. It's not enough to show me that he can be the key. I, even after, even if you look at the, his his past career, you know, let let him let him string some more together, let him get comfortable. Maybe this is him settling into himself, gaining the yeah. confidence where he can be a part of this team and get the ball in his hands more. Because he was definitely absent for for most of this season. He was so bad, you know, between game one and game whatever this is. 17, 16. 17, 16, 18, whatever. And I did anoint him the French fuck of New York. You did? All right. It's kind of harsh. But like you said, Barry, his his career kind of says that he is not the player that we saw between games two and 16, All right? Now, he's not, he's not the player we saw against the Lakers scoring 26 points, but he's definitely somewhere between there and higher higher than in the middle. He is like a 15 to 18 point 
Yeah, I God. mean, shouldn't we expect at a minimum 15 points a game? I mean, I think if, at the beginning of the season, we probably f- yeah. figured what you just yes. said, Craig, 15 that, to 18. That's what I wanted. We, yeah. we need that. And if he is scoring 15 points a game, dude, it totally changes this team. It makes it so much easier. It does. It does. It takes a lot of pressure off other guys for sure. And then it's going to open things up for other guys too. Well, what's he at right now? Well, you tell us. I can hear you clicking around over yeah, there. I'm, I'm looking. He's at 12.8. And his minutes are at what? Minutes a game at 28.9. Because he's only, li- only of late has he started getting those fourth quarter minutes back. 28.9. And RJ hasn't been getting these fourth quarter minutes. No, not at all. But he hasn't deserved them. No, I mean, at times Julius doesn't deserve them, but he he always gets them. All NBA Julius Randle? All NBA yeah, Julius Randle. That's right. Most improved player, Julius Randle? Yes. Last season. He yeah. does. <laughs> no, but just like, you know, we're hoping Evan Fournier can kind of take off from this game and, you know, again, maybe it'll give him the confidence where he can take over games you know, for short sections if he's feeling it, you know, um, and it's going to feel natural to him. I think this could be a turning turning point game for the Knicks too. You know, th- this was game 18 out of 82 games against a 500 Western Conference team, which when you put it that way, you know, has very little significance. But when you have a national game against the Lakers, even with no LeBron, it could have the gravitas to be a turning point game. There were three other games in the association that night that the Knicks played, and nobody was talking about any of those other games the next day. For a day and a half, the national focus was on the Knicks and the Lakers. And that game, being on the stage that it was, can be all it takes to be a launch pad for the Knicks to build off of. And there was enough from that game to pull from to get optimistic about. Now, that might mean, you know, men in blacking yourself for that second or third quarter when the Lakers were coming back. But there was enough from the starters in that first quarter and them holding off a comeback in the fourth quarter to get happy about and that, that the Knicks can roll with, hopefully. Yeah, and they fucking held them off, like you said. Don't discount that LeBron wasn't on the team. It's still the Lakers with Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. And Russell Westbrook was on fire. Julius Randle had his fifth foul with like nine minutes left in the game. And the Lakers were storming back. And we still stopped them. with our Led by our young players like Quickly and Toppin. And Quickly is fucking taking shits on the court in front of Melo. All right? Instead of... Guys like LeBron flipping water bottles at the end of their bench, which is what we're fucking used to on our home court. On our home court, we finally had the balls to fucking stand up to a team like that and hold them off, which I think is a huge sign. That felt great. Usually we're being laughed at and teams are coming into our building and embarrassing us on national TV. And here we fought them off. It's hard to fight off a team like that that comes all the way back at that point for a young team. Listen, look, there's there's no LeBron, but they still have three future Hall of Famers in yeah. their rotation. And then they've got Dwight Howard, who is obviously a shell of his former self. And But like, you know, they're still a good team. And then you got Horton Tucker, Malik Monk had a big game. It, it's They're not a bad team just because LeBron's not there. It drives me nuts when, when analysts talk about, oh, LeBron wasn't there. As if they have no one else. And we like well, we weren't missing. We were record up to this point this season. They've been underperforming. Do you notice everyone always forgets about Mitch too? By the way, during the game they were like, they were like talking about you know, Derek Rose was out, Taj Gibson was out. No mention of Mitch. <laughs> they he always and that happens. Aren't we so used to him being often. out? It's not a maybe, <laughs> but but we did have 
a key starter and and our best arguably our best bench player not there and we know how much better the knicks are with derrick rose in the lineup and how bad they are when he's not there and we still won that game yeah big 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 win you guys want to listen to some voicemails yeah yeah and let me tell you i am so happy we got the w but there's no way in hell in hell we should have been there I know, my daughter's upset too, man. She's screaming in the background, but... No, I know. Tell me, tell me your feelings, man. Yeah. The Knicks are ass. We have to get better. Oh, my God. Laura, we'll get better, I promise. I promise. We're going to have to put up with. <laughs> Yikes. Interesting. That was a good one. That was after the Rockets, the win against the Rockets. The underrated Rockets, right? What is she? What does that baby want? You beat the <laughs> underrated Rockets. Hey, what's going on? Hard Knicks Life fam, Craig, Barry, Blandy. Hey, this is Phil calling from Spain. I called you a couple times. Called from Belgium, called from Spain before, but I'm calling you again. I haven't called this season, but... I- I listened to that last episode, and Craig, what what are you talking about? Like, I respect you. I respect your opinion. What was all that last week? We've been Knicks fans for over a decade. You longer than me. I agree with that. I became a Knicks fan in the 90s, so you've been a Knicks fan longer than me. But how how dare you? How dare you act like Less a month in the season, you're ready to say, get rid of the guys that got the playoffs last year. Get rid of Randall. Put I him did not say what get rid of Randall. About? Mm. <laughs> what I think you did. Do you think? Yeah, every did I? Gonna be what great were you talking about? Every Craig? month that they play? Shoot. Hall of Fame has had bad months in their career. And you're ready to throw them away. Like, get them out of here. It wouldn't take an unproven second year play and say, hey, make this person the starting power forward. I expect better than that. I expect better than that from you, Craig. Blandy, good job. Mm-hmm. Craig, good. Me not, Craig. Barry, good job. <laughs> Being oh, sane and making sense. And by the way, like, for your question about the Clarkson now crumb cake ass, I started to skip them. They're getting a little excessive, personally. A little too... I've I've actually had to pause my podcast when people got in the car when I heard of the sexy music coming on. So, if you want to do it sometimes, go ahead. I don't know about a three-minute thing every episode. And by the way, Barry, yours was awesome last week. Oh, bullshit. Really spiced it up. Like always, it's a hard next life. I liked everything he had to say except about Barry and the crumb cake head. Everything else was spot on. Well, first of all, Phil, I'm not sane. I'm not sane. Is that what you're saying? I'm not a sane individual. Sounded like he was saying that, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like he said that. I never said to get rid of Julius. Did I say to get rid of Julius Randle? You said, I think you said to demote him to the bench. I. But I think I said there was a lot cra- of, You said some crazy stuff. I think it was Listen, a lot of tongue in cheek, too. Though. I am just saying that. I don't care who they are. No one on this team has earned the right to start games, no matter how they're playing, to to be the starter every game of the season, to always play in the fourth quarter, to get 
40 minutes a game, even if they're fucking 0 for 75 in the game. And that's how it feels with Julius Randle. That when other players are playing better, like Obi Thomas playing better, he should get more minutes than Julius. And I don't think Julius has earned that right just because he had one most improved player season, one, what, you said all NBA season, Barry, but what, second team all NBA season? Third. Third team. Third. Third all, all right, that's barely all NBA. Oh, come on. <laughs> that's barely all don't, NBA. Don't play that now. Third all NBA? They only handed out to 15 guys out of 400 and what? But it's one season. I'm just <sighs> saying that it doesn't earn you the right to put your jersey in the rafters. You and don't the, lose that right, though, that. after 17 games, though, the following I'm not season. T- I'm not saying to... I'm just saying when he, during a game when he's not playing well, he shouldn't play. He doesn't automatically play. It's still it's still Julius's team until somebody takes it away from him. That's the way I look at it. It's his team. He's the leader. No one's going to take it away from him if and no one lets him take it away from him. If he's automatically getting all these minutes, automatically, no matter how bad he's playing, how's anyone going to take it away from him? No one's going to take it away from him. And I'm uh, fucking sane, motherfucker. It, just, it sounds like you're sticking to a, just a bad take. That's he's doubling just, down. Yeah, I don't... Good for you, Craig. (laughs) One day you guys will fucking see the light. I guarantee you that one day... I fucking guarantee you that one day you guys will turn on this. I guarantee it. I fucking guarantee it. You know why? Because we're talking about Julius Randle. All right? I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Wow. It's just going to take you guys a little time. It's going to take the rest of the Knicks fans a little time. But do you guarantee it? That's the question. I guarantee it. <laughs> a lot of us are still waiting to see, Craig. And I know it's 18 games into the season. 18 games, you know, is starting to build up some some sample. But it's still early enough. And you've still, I mean, again, these last two games, he's performed. We're not ready to say he's turned into 2020 Julius Randle, 2019 Julius Randle, rather. Oh, I, I'm it's it's I'm not what I'm saying isn't that drastic. It's not You're saying, You're saying he's not playing well. Don't bring him earn, back at the end of the right. games if if everyone else is playing well. All right, right. I feel you. If Obi's playing unbelievably well, mm. give six of fucking Randall's minutes to Obi. It's mm. all I'm saying. Breach. Mm. You're yeah, yeah, whatever. I can see I that you're like yeah, sure. That. That's not what you're saying. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm gonna start throwing things again and punching the desk. Now I'm like, I feel like I'm overcompensating because he called me insane. And now I'm trying to like, I feel like I'm acting more insane now. <laughs> You're just playing into happening. it. Yeah. I'm pl- yeah. You're making him right, Craig. All right. Last one here. Oh, I, I got my here fingers we go. crossed for this Are one. Are you guys ready? It's a I'm... little bit of a medley. Oh, I can't wait. Boy, that was fun. Craig, you sure showed me something. Bye. Next win! Next win! Yay! A close game, but we won. This is Ralph and Janie. Bye. Same sloppy play. Turnovers, bad passes. Ugh. <laughs> Jesus. He's got a groin injury. <laughs> well, that sucks. Good night. It's a perfect game for them to play. Randall and Toppin together. Why they aren't doing that, I don't know. Have a good one. Watching the Lakers and Knicks, it's Ralph. So far, so good. I don't know why Julius Randall can't play this aggressive all the time, though, dang it. Get you on the rebound. 
Are we really up by 21? Wow, cool. Yeah, I'm not happy that Anthony Davis is playing sick. He's going to spread it to the Knicks. Just so luck, Julius Randle is going to get sick next game. <laughs> There's a take. Here we go again. Well, the Knicks squeak by. Quickly, I had a lot to do with this. So, anyway, have a good night. He's all over the map there. Jeez. Wow. Craig, uh, remind me, I got to tell you something to add to that next time that might be good to punch it up what if you could just say like the the game before he's talking about it and then like the next game that he's going to talk about and then the next game that he's talking about like lakers knicks and then like he goes all into all those things like uh you know knicks bulls and he goes into all those things so at least we know like where we're at maybe it sounds like a lot of work it could be <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little extra Craig, get on that <laughs> Uh, so whose groin injury? Whose groin injury that he was so oh, happy yeah. about? He, we we were actually when we were watching like, the game Saturday like Sunday it. night the Bulls game for the live you know watch party. He um he sent that voicemail in, so I played it for everyone like after it came in because I was like, what the fuck does this mean? He's got a groin injury. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, who is a groin? I was like, did I miss something? Who has a groin injury? And so I, I can actually text people when they send voicemails. So I, I asked him, I was like, what do you, who's, what groin injury? And he just wrote, one of the bulls got hit in the groin and had to come out. Don't know which one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, it got him excited. Yeah, my favorite one he left this week was about Anthony Davis playing sick and he's worried about Julius Randle's health. Yeah, that that look, I didn't hear anybody mention that. You heard about him being sick that day, he was going to be questionable. It wasn't COVID, but it was flu-like symptoms. Ralph has a point. He does. Yeah. Why are players allowed to play sick right now? With flu-like symptoms. Isn't that fucking but They've always been stupid? doing it, so I guess they yeah, say but it's, it's, not, it's not COVID. It's COVID season. Yeah. Year, yeah. whatever. But you would think out of an abundance of caution, if someone has symptoms related to COVID, they're not playing in a basketball game. But can the league really tell them that he can't play? Dude, I'm not allowed to go into work if I have flu-like symptoms. Are you as important to your job, be honest, maybe you are, as Anthony Davis is important to the Lakers? Is every other player Lakers. Is every other player in the NBA, where every other player on that court when Anthony Davis was playing, Less important than one player on the court? Don't answer my question with a question. Well, that's yeah. that's that's the question you got to be asking. It has nothing to do with me, Barry. Hmm. Well, maybe a little something. <laughs> I did bring myself into it. All right, y'all hear that music. It is time for the news. Very special, disgusting news. You'll hear why soon with Blanderson Hooper. Brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. Guys, I got I got a little something to show you here. Oh. Is it you and a crumb cake? <gasps> Look at that. Look at the, that. That's the great, the great pumpkin, pumpkin crumb cake, dude. You didn't tell me you got that? Oh, Barry's eating it. God damn, you just went all in on that. You just shoved that whole thing in your mouth in front of Blandy. You took it all in your mouth like that. We, we just got this great pumpkin crumb cake. For Thanksgiving. And you're eating it already? And about an hour ago, which is the day, the night before Thanksgiving, 
I went into that shit. And how much and I is cut left? myself a piece. And you don't I care. I took out a corner piece. Oh, I couldn't wait the till. End of it. No. You can't have this in your house, and wait till Thanksgiving to eat it. That's it's the best one I've had. It's really good. I'll be honest with you too. It's so good. Barry's licking and it's his very fingers sweet. right now. By the way, <laughs> yeah, licking your it's fingers. so good and it's so sweet. You don't see. You said you eat a whole cake. I don't even need to eat the whole thing. I just need a little bit because it's no, so see, filling. It's so good. This would actually last me a while. Those are really you could good. Last long with that one. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I like what I like what Barry did here. Which now for the second week in a row, he has totally. What do you want? Totally taken over these Clarkson Avenue crumb cake ad reads. Because I'm sorry, like, I don't even think you want to follow that up with Landy. We got Barry over here licking his fingers. <laughs> I'm not even using a fork, but that's the thing. The cream cheese frosting, there's only a little bit in there, but actually it sticks to your fingers a little bit. It's and good. And his finger looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? Great. You know what Jay likes to do when it sticks to his fingers? Uh, the cream no, cheese frosting. What's that, Craig? Can you say can it we, on, on? Can you say can, that? Can we be can careful? I say, is here? there a chance that your mother's is that listening? Now my mom's listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. From holiday gift boxes to their world famous crumpkins, they even have a crumb cake of the month subscription. You get for three, six, or twelve months. Go to ClarksonAvCrumb.com. Use promo code HardnixLife for twenty three percent off your order. Do you want to? You know they they are having a Black Friday sale. By the way, are they having a Black Friday sale? Yes, they are. What is it? Uh, get the first month free when you subscribe for 12 months of either the Cake of the Month subscription or the Classic Crumb, Crumb Cake subscription. Also, they are having a holiday sale where it's 20% off all regular menu items. That's actually until the end of the year. So that's going on. That's an on awesome Friday, but... Christmas gift, you know, for people. Yeah. There you go. A subscription. That's awesome. And, you, you know, you just buy it once and it's going to come 12 months out of the year, just like uh, just like Blanderson does. More than that. I don't know. You come more than 12 months out of the year. How many months are there in the year? Well, <laughs> it depends. What year are we starting with? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a good <laughs> question. If there are, at what point of the year can you say there are 12 months of the year? You have to wait <laughs> until the 12 month. All right. So here <laughs> we go. Let's, uh, let's start off with uh, LeBron James. The King and the fight with Isaiah Stewart. I don't uh, know how this is the lead story in your news segment, but okay. Sure. Why, why You're in charge. Why would this be the lead story? I don't know. LeBron getting into a fight? LeBron getting suspended for the first time? Why wouldn't that be the lead story? Maybe Craig's point is that it's not news because even non-basketball fans have probably seen it. No, it's not my point. It's just when we oh. got when we got throw up in the news, I would think we he would be the He sees I'm still eating, Craig. He sees yeah. him still eating. He doesn't Good. want to. He wants I would love to see it. Yeah. So what? See what happens. <laughs> no, I've shown some respect for, for him. Can I finish or no? Can I go? No. Uh, yes, you can finish. Would you just, it's I your mean, fucking geez. segment. So yeah, so we, uh, everybody I'm sure at this point has, has seen, started with like a, an elbow, which seemed inadvertent from LeBron to Isaiah Stewart's uh, eye as they were jockeying <laughs> for position on a, a rebound on a foul shot. Which obviously led into um, a big fight. A lot of blood coming from Isaiah Stewart's eyes. It was not in Um He got two games. Isaiah Stewart and LeBron got one, which was obviously the the Nick game uh, last night. But on to puke. Yes. On to uh, the puke. I don't know if you saw this. Um, 
there was a... Oh. Mm. She's still throwing up in Sacramento. Oof. Oh. That doesn't sound good at all. There was an incident mm. in Saturday night's Jazz-Kings game in Sacramento where a courtside fan ended up puking near the Utah bench, which caused a 15-minute delay. Uh, if you've seen the video, um, I I refuse to watch it because I don't need to watch somebody puking. But uh, apparently it's pretty disgusting. You see jazz players running as quickly as they can to get away from that scene. Uh, the guy was escorted from his seat by police, and he did not return to his seat during the game. Was he drunk? Was he sick? Um, nobody really knows for sure. However, at the end, or right after they removed him, they did uh, flash on the Jumbotron their rules about, you know, being careful about how much uh, alcohol you, you drink and what the, the limits were. I have never seen anything like this no. in an NBA game. It's pretty crazy. I'm sure it happens, like, up in the, uh, you know, up in the cheap seats, but Ugh. not in every the court Every time Literally you play that, I'm about to fucking throw up, Jay. Can you just... Put- Calm down with that. One more time. One more time. <laughs> Wasn't that Luke Walton's final game before he got fired? Yes. <sighs> yeah. I mean, how how ironic. I is mean, that? Think he, about it. the Kings are are so bad that the fans are puking. Courtside s- fans sitting courtside are puking on the court. Yeah. They're calling that the Puke Walton game, Craig. Oh! oh wow, Barry. You just came up with that? Wow. Did they, was that the headline <laughs> in, in, out in Sacramento? Bad. Puke Walton? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, there you go. <laughs> nice job. Puke but Walton. holy shit, watch. Like, it was literally five inches from the court. Yeah, right by the bench. Right by the bench there. And uh, these poor, like, did you see the looks Ball on some of the players' faces? Or like people, these people cleaning it with towels. Oh my God, right there. Yeah. Within, in the middle of this oh. coronavirus thing, picking up oh. this puke with towels and the smell. And players like had their hands over their noses yeah, and faces. They, they couldn't oh. believe it. <laughs> Tyrese Halliburton. Did, like did you ever see Stand By Me? Sure. When one when the one person pukes and then it just leads to a chain reaction of puking. Oh imagine God, if something like imagine. that had oh. happened. That would have been that would have been crazy. Quick little injury report around the around the league. Colin Sexton of the Cavs out for the year with a tear. Greg, uh, you saw the, their new city edition uh, jerseys. The Kings. The Cavs. No, the Kings. Yak no. <laughs> Yak <Yachtown. laughs> My goodness. Holy shit. Where do you how do you have so many throw up jokes, Barry? This is good. Well, I don't good know. For you, just... man. <laughs> did you did you Google throw up jokes before the show? No, did he... dude, I'm sitting right here. Did he Google like throw up synonyms and now he's just trying to to throw in whatever he can? Puke, yak. Oh boy. Anyway. Yak. Uh, I don't even have these in my notes, Craig. <laughs> this isn't on your little whiteboard in front no. of me? No. These are these are fresh off the uh off the cuff. Huh, what did you take before the show that's got you so alert? Crumb cake, Craig. Usually you're falling asleep by now. Crumb cake makes you wittier, makes you smarter. <laughs> you got crumb cake and whiskey, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, screwball, Craig. Oh, the peanut butter stuff. Yeah, peanut butter whiskey, man. It's funny. I was going to have some of that, that with dinner good? tonight, and I Is decided against it. Yeah, it's it. so good. It's better it's another than the one honey of those whiskey? whiskeys. It's 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 another one of those whiskeys. Yeah, like the honey whiskey where you just drink it straight. What do you like more, the honey or the peanut butter? Uh, it's whatever I'm in the mood for. But 
I, uh, lately, I'd say the peanut butter. Wow. And you don't need jelly with it? It's just... <laughs> <laughs> no. You just put a little no. teaspoon of jelly into the cup. I got to try that. Can I, can I get back to the news here or what? Yes, Jay. You oh, can. okay. Just checking. So again, Colin Sexton out for the year with a tear in his uh, knee. Uh, Michael Porter came out today, has a nerve issue in his back and may not play again for the entire year. Which, you know, they just gave him a boatload of cash. And obviously that's what caused him to only play a couple of games that single year in college. Made him miss all that time his first year in the NBA. So this this can't be a good sign. Bullet dealing with the dodged. Back. Yeah. I mean, here everybody was talking last year about how we missed out on him and, you know. Well, I mean, I mean look Kevin at who Knox is drafted. sitting on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, but, but still. But at least Kevin Knox didn't fool us into some enormous contract. Right. Kevin Knox has a great back. He has an awesome back. Think about that. We got lucky by drafting Kevin Knox, not (laughs) Michael Porter Jr. Think about that. Yeah, that's the way to look at it. (laughs) Um, Clay Thompson has now been given the okay to fully participate in all um, Warrior uh, activities. Because last week they had approved him for like just five on five, like activity stuff. Now he is. He's got the go ahead to to be all in on just everything um, that they do. You could play Twister. Shuffleboard, jacks. So uh, Canada announced that unvaccinated professional athletes will no longer be allowed to travel into the country starting January 15th, 2022. That was announced by Canada's Minister of Public Safety, which is going to cause an issue. That is exciting. I love that's exciting. I mean, how much fun is that going to be to watch whatever happens with that? What are what's Andrew Wiggins gonna do? I mean, you know, Andrew Wiggins is vaccinated. Andrew Wiggins only has one game in Toronto, so but he got he got vaccinated, didn't he? Did he? Oh yeah, that's right. He was forced to. Well, he said he was forced to do it. So who else is not though? So what about Bradley Beal? Bradley Beal, I think Mm. that can cause a problem. Right. I mean, luckily it's not a lot of games up there. It's not going to be that big of an issue. Teams till the playoffs. Who knows? They'll just rest their guys those games. It's not a big deal. I guess, but that, I mean, if it's still like playoffs. The, the playoffs. Toronto's not making the yeah. fucking playoffs. Yeah, that story, just thinking about it and talking about it loud right now, it got way less exciting. <laughs> I thought it was going to be really cool, but then thinking uh, about it, it's like, it's not like they don't go, no one goes up there for a few games. It's going to be one game, you know, once in a blue moon, people might miss. It's going to have no effect on anything. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't even know how this is in your news segment now, Oh, Wendy. God. No, that's something. Yeah, come on. <laughs> All right, two Bam. last two things. Uh, back to LeBron really quick. We mentioned last week how Ennis Cantor had uh, had called him out about his um, you know sponsorship with Nike and his failure to, to call out Nike when it came to the treatment of people in China. LeBron finally responded to that and said, um, I think if you know me, I don't really give too many people my energy, and he's definitely not someone I will give my energy to, trying to use my name to create an opportunity for himself. Um so you got that. And then last but not least, the newest winner of Dancing with the Stars has been crowned. And it is former NBA player and former Nick, Aman Shumpert, the first NBA player to win the coveted Dancing with the Stars trophy. I didn't even know that show was even on. Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know what was going on. Oh, you mean right now, you mean? Yeah. 
Um, I mean, and, and if they just crowned it, it must have been on like the past yeah, eight weeks or Yeah, it's been on for long. a while, I, I would assume. Yeah, I didn't mm. even know. And usually you know? I'm just saying, I don't know if that shows how out of touch I am with pop <laughs> culture nowadays or if they're just doing a bad job in the ratings. I think it's just that people don't watch fucking live TV anymore. Like these, right. these programs. Who watches this shit? That's right. Well, that's the way the basketball bounces. All right, guys, that's going to do for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. You can follow. Oh, come on. Oh, Lance. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnextlife. Barry. Enough already. At Barry Dworkin. Blandy. At Vomit Hooper. (laughs) And you can call us at 516. 33 mesh one remember if you like our show please leave us please leave us please leave us some ratings and reviews it goes a long way to making us so happy and go to patreon.com backslash hardnextlife for as little as one dollar bill you can get some stickers and you can become a part of the show how about this upcoming schedule, guys? Blandy, why don't you give it to us? We've got, uh, yeah, this is going to be a rough stretch. Uh, we've got Friday uh, versus Phoenix at home. Saturday, we are at Atlanta. Then Tuesday at Brooklyn. Next Thursday versus Chicago. And next Saturday, home for, for Den- Denver. This is going to be a difficult stretch for the Knicks. Barry, are you seeing your mother-in-law during Thanksgiving or any any big nope. Thanksgiving plans? No? Nope. That's lucky for you. We'll be seeing her right uh, between Christmas and New Year's. We'll be seeing her. I told you that bitch crazy. All right, so we got some time to wait. Who are you seeing for Thanksgiving? Uh, my folks. Can I just throw something out there about Barry's family really quick? What's up? No, I just wanted to, I, you know, I tweeted about this, but I got a, a text from my mom the other day saying that she was listening to the podcast. When I said, why in the world are you listening to the podcast? What would make you do that? And she said, well, Barry's dad, you know, told me I should take a listen. He said, it's funny. And then I started getting texts about how Craig curses too much and Craig yells too much. And uh, I'm assuming she heard, you know, barks and ads and, uh, and that sort of thing. So at this point now, all three of our moms have an issue with Craig's penchant for bad language. So, Craig, maybe you can, you know, bring it down a notch or two. What do you think? Maybe your moms can stop fucking listening to this shit. I don't think our moms are the target audience. I think it's an embarrassing that we're even talking about our moms, all right? My mom was only listening because of Barry's dad. When she oh, told so you're me blaming that, Barry's dad for this. When she told me she was listening, my response was, why? Please don't do that. And how? Please do you know how far she got in the show? Or I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You didn't ask? No, I didn't want to know. I'm hoping that after a few minutes she just realized that it was no... But she said that you yelled a lot, so I'm guessing she must have... She probably got a pretty, you know, decent amount of the way through. I gotta get her to leave a voicemail. <laughs> My mom? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be a good one. <laughs> that'd be a good one. All right, guys, well, happy Thanksgiving. Whatever yes, you guys are happy doing, Thanksgiving. have fun. I'm doing nothing, so it's gonna be great. Just you guys? I'm, I'm a quarant- My son's in quarantine. Can't do anything. Oh, right. Now is he Wait, in quarantine, quarantine because from he has school COVID? With the health department from school, but nobody wants to see us. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but he's negative, isn't he? Yes, but my parents don't want to be around us because then, like, then, like, my brother and sister's families aren't going to want to see them the next day. Huh. We're all very cautious. 
Yeah, but I still understand. Like, once they started wearing, like, once they went back to school and were wearing masks in school, usually there wasn't this close contact stuff anymore. Because it depends on whether or not, like, maybe he was around this kid during lunch when masks. Yeah. Were it was off. a teacher. It was a teacher. It's his reading teacher. Right. Oh, that's right. You said that. So he, they was, were around yeah. with masks off. Masks on inside, but w- closer than six feet, three feet for fifteen minutes or more. Okay. Because the reading teacher apparently, I asked my son, I grilled my son on how they, I was like, show me like how you guys sit, how, f- like, come, cl- stop when you get close enough to how far the teacher is from you, you know. He told me they all sit in this like, it's like three, three other kids and the teacher all sit in this like semicircle at a table. Okay. A table that's like a half circle shape that has a cutout in the middle for the teacher to sit in and then the kids sit like all around her. Well, that's irresponsible. It's like a piece of cantaloupe. Like, yeah, uh, uh, it's maybe. I don't know what you mean. It's a weird, <laughs> like a piece of weird thing to say. Yeah, because it's got the cutout in the middle, so it's it's. You know, well, it's not like a that shaped kind like of a, cutout. Shaped like a piece of cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're called. They're called cantaloupe tables. They no, they're are. Not. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I work in a school, damn it. I know this. They're cantaloupe tables. Uh, what do you call that table? For real, you work in a fucking school. I don't know. It's a table. You don't know what I'm talking about here? I do know what you're talking about, yes. Yes, yeah, so nobody wants to see us. It's... it's. So what do you do without food then? Not uh, Nothing. My wife wanted to go pick up a turkey tonight to cook it tomorrow. I was like, you don't make a turkey for me and you. <laughs> I was like, that means that tomorrow all day long you're going to be cooking... And I'm going to be stuck with the kids by myself? No. I know the, your fucking goal here. Dude, I've got like an 18-pound turkey for like 10 of us, which is like way too much turkey. You should swing by my house. I'll make you a plate you could, or a tin. You could take it back home. I'm going to drive like 40 minutes over to you and then 40 minutes back for a plate of turkey? Yeah. No? Well, plenty of I don't know. I mean, actually, that would get me out of the house for a little <laughs> we'll bit. get you out of the house. <laughs> I'll do that. My wife will be like, no, I'll go get the fucking turkey. I'll have to be like, no, Barry's my friend. I'm getting the turkey. <laughs> okay. Cantaloupe tables, Jay. I'm telling you, Google it. You know. <laughs> All right, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, guys. <laughs> Honeydew <Thanksgiving>. tables. <laughs> happy fucking Thanksgiving. Until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.